Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Delicious Podcast Extra Portion with me, Jilly Smith. This week, I caught up with the new chef on telly, Dan Doherty, who's joined Mary Berry and Claudia Winkleman on BBC's Britain's Best Home Cook. I asked him how he's feeling about his new role as we settle into the series. How does it feel? It feels, it feels good to see the finished product because, you know, a lot of work goes into these shows, more than I ever imagined, perhaps naively, but, you know, there's... there's the production is huge and there's there's so many people involved and it's nice to see all of that in kind of come together you know and yeah. it's amazing and you know I think it I think the show's got a good feel-good factor and, and it's um, it's light-hearted it's it's not it doesn't take itself too seriously we're not there to make contestants cry because they can't poach an egg but at the same time we're there to kind of I guess guide them through give them some advice so they you know so they learn what works why it worked and equally what didn't work and why that was although let me say that I watched episode one last night and two women were in tears and one guy was seriously rattled and lots of hand shaking so it is seriously competitive people come into that format which is a really well known format now and they want to win why do we want to win at cooking <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a good question I think you know that comes down to the people. There's, I'm an incredibly competitive person, so I, I'll make a competition out of anything just because that's the nature of who I am. Maybe that's connected to cooking. Chefs are quite connect, uh, competitive, um, but ultimately, I think it just boils down to the fact that people care, and and that's intensified and ramped up when you've got ten to twelve cameras on you, and Mary Berry standing there. You know, Claudia is there as their friend, but equally is going to, you know, when you've got someone of her stature next to them, they're, they're going to they're going to feel it. To find the best British home cook is a bit of a contradiction in terms, isn't it? Because, you know, think about the best home cook that you've ever had lunch with, a great old Sunday lunch. It's about giving, it's about nurturing and nourishing and taking a back seat and not going, ta-da! Yeah, but we're not, we're not asking them to be competitive. If that, if that comes out naturally, then so be it. But ultimately, you've got... Not everyone is really competitive. You'll see as the show goes on. And actually, it'll be interesting to see right at the very end because there's a few surprises in there and there's a few people that maybe weren't expected to go as far as they did and equally people that went maybe sooner than people thought. And, and that's because if you... First of all, it comes down to that elimination round. If you get into that elimination round, you can go home because you've only got the right amount of ingredients. So you could get the strongest cook in that round and if they drop their egg or if they just forget about their fish on the stove or whatever it is, they're gone, you know, and, it, and it's unforgiving. So in some ways you can get by by being second worst and get to the point. But in other ways, if you keep your head down and just concentrate and just cook good homely food in a non-competitive way, mm. you'll still get as far as the most competitive person in the world. You just maybe don't show it or well, you do show it because you're scared, you're nervous and... and I was nervous. I was scared. I wasn't shaking, but I was. I wasn't cooking. What I was. Scared of? I've not been in that environment. Being on before. Telly. 
no, I'm, I'm not a TV presenter, but at the same time, you need to stand in that room and, and set a challenge or send someone home or give feedback. And it's, it's new territory. And, and like I say, you've got 12 cameras, probably about 60 other people on the floor, plus the contestants. Plus, you know, Mary gets nervous every time. And someone asked her, why did you get nervous? You know, you've been doing this for years. And she said, because I want to do well. And I thought, that's just her through and through. She just wants to do well, and we all do, you know. And I think that's where the competition thing comes into it. Maybe it's perceived as competitiveness, but I think, you know, you don't want to let yourself down. It's interesting, though, isn't it? Formats. Take go back to twenty years to when MasterChef was a Sunday afternoon yeah. program before on British telly, and then it was taken up by the Australians, made into a razzmatazzy show, and then kind of came back and and is now literally all over the world. That format. It's a chef. John Turode, I mean, it's many chefs in different countries, but effectively it was, you know, Greg Wallace and John Turode. There's a chef and a produce man on this one, isn't there? <laughs> there is. You know, the comparisons are going to be made. Mary is Mrs. Homecook. You know, I think that's clear to see. I'm there to give feedback on, you know, like I said, why something works, why it hasn't worked, and how they can improve, or why something was amazing, what happened to make it amazing. And Chris is coming at it from, yeah, he's a greengrocer, was a greengrocer, but he's also very good. He's a family man and he's very good at, at the home cooking side of things as well. He knows what tastes good and what works and what doesn't. And um, he's also a really very wonderful kind man and he's helped me a lot through dealing with TV stuff and, and you know, he's given me a lot of advice. So it's not, you know, I don't do the casting of the judges or, or the contestants or anything like that. But it's, uh, no, it's about format, isn't it? I mean, you know, my, my question is really, you know, where are we? What does telly do? T telly taught us to cook. People don't really watch television in, in the same way, do they? They watch catch up, they watch it in their own time, they watch Netflix. There is an older group of people who are still watching television, but who may not even cook themselves. Do you have a sense of who you're talking to at home? Can you see? Who, can, who, um, what do they look like? I guess. It's a really tricky one because, you know, I, I, it's hard to analyse the demographic. But I think from talking to people and seeing how people in, you know, and social media only gives you so much information because there could be half of the country that's not on it. So based on the things that, I, that are kind of tangible that I can, I can measure, I think light-hearted, feel-good programmes will do well. And that inevitably is centred around something that we all do, which is eat. Now, I reckon... There's a hell of a lot more people that enjoy eating than that. Fair to say, I think. Um, and I think, like you said, because of TV, it's becoming, it has become, and, and, and it still is, very fashionable to either cook something at home, eat out, entertain, all of those sort of things. And I think whether people watch the programme and go and think, I'm going to make this or not, the, the likelihood's probably very little, but it. I guess it, it makes them feel good watching it because it's kind of light-hearted and non-committal. You know, you don't need to be, you don't feel like you're not smart enough by watching a TV program. Whereas other programs, you're like, quite oh, a bit information overload on or something else. It's kind of like you can just keep back and watch it. How that translates into food, I mean, I guess it's uh, it inspires me. That helps. In what way? You know, I used to watch Jamie when I was 15, and he made food. He made it okay to like food. 
you know? I think 20 years ago, it wasn't like cool. You wouldn't say, oh, I'm going to cook dinner tonight. Whereas now, everyone loves food. Everyone loves, like all of my, so again, I can't, you know, tarnish the nation by my friends' habits, but a lot of my friends love cooking. And if they don't love cooking, they love eating. And I think that's where the TV thing has maybe, has, has kind of forced the change. What's next? Um, what's next for me? I'm in the process of trying to open a restaurant, which is frustrating. It feels like I'm banging my head against a brick wall. Um, it's not going to be in a skyscraper. Um, it's going to be in London. It's going to be relatively normal, which I think that's what I'm craving, is a bit of normality, a bit of sort of just good cooking, good, honest British cooking. You know, a few little playful twists, but nothing nothing too uh, crazy. I think, you know, Duck and Waffle was, was, uh, was a fun journey, but it, it became the victim of his own success in a way that the style of food we were doing we could never really deviate from that because there was an expectation for that style of food which was very much sweet savoury crossover and you know that's great and I just want to go and do my own sort of you know go back to normal food if you like and then you know bits bits of writing and stuff and, do you want to do more telly? Um, do I want to do I don't want to be a telly person um, I am always going to be a chef in the kitchen in the kitchen I stress that Um but that said, it, I did enjoy it, but it, but it will never replace my, I'm a chef, you know. And, and if, if I can do, you know, I'd, I'd love to be part of Britain's Best Home Cook again. Um, but I'm certainly not going to throw in the apron and, and uh, become a TV person because it's not my strength. And um, I love cooking too much, you know. Thanks for listening to Delicious Magazine's Extra Portion. You can find out much more about all things delicious at the website deliciousmagazine.co.uk and while you're there, do subscribe and get every podcast delivered free to your podcast app. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.